Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Cara, acne can be tough. Whether your kid is just starting to get breakouts or has been struggling with them for years, there's a great product that can help. Phyla is the ultimate game changer. It tackles acne right at its root cause, rebalancing the skin's bacteria and packing it with probiotic phages. Phyla harnesses the superpowers of probiotics, tiny warriors targeting and wiping out the acne-causing bacteria. In studies, Phyla slashed acne-causing bacteria by a whopping 90%. Phyla doesn't just fix acne you can see. It stops new breakouts in their tracks. It has no harsh chemicals and won't irritate or dry most skin. Phyla's three-step system is like a dermatologist-approved magic potion. Cleanse, apply serum, and moisturize twice a day. As a special treat for our listeners, you can grab 25% off your first order of Phyla. Head over to phylabiotics.com, enter code PUBERTY at checkout, and kickstart your family's journey to acne-free skin. Check out the link in our show notes for quick access. Hi, I'm Cara Natterson. And I'm Vanessa Cole bennett Each week, we dive into the what and how of raising kids through puberty, that roller coaster of physical and emotional shifts for kids and parents alike. Combining reliable science and relatable parenting strategies, we will all learn about, laugh about, and yes, maybe even cry about adolescence, ours and theirs. Cara, this week's episode is very special in many ways because we recorded it right after finishing the book exactly a year ago. Like literally exactly a year exactly ago. Exactly a year flashing ago. flashing back. And it's probably as you have never heard us or seen us before, we are like... Giddy. Giddy. (laughs) Cara in particular is giddy. You may hear some laughter from her that sounds completely different than any other laughter you've ever heard from her. You sound possessed, Vanessa. We we replayed it. You sound amazing. You sound amazing. Cara's like, please delete all sounds of me laughing. And I'm like, no, no, no. Keep all the sounds of her laughing. They're hysterical, literally hysterical. I was a personification of a tween mood swing that day on the, you know, my hysterical laughing couldn't stop, couldn't stop. You have the affect of someone who has just been hit by a Mack truck. (laughs) (laughs) You're just like, it's so funny. I was very exhausted by you. Yes, you were. (laughs) I, I mean, for weeks you were exhausted by me. And that is the 
spoiler alert of this episode. I made us record this episode, which you mentioned several times during the episode. I made us, I made us. But you were right. No, you were right. You were, I was like, oh, I don't really want to record this. And you're like, I promise. It's like what we say to our children all the time. Journal on the trip. And they're like, no, I'm not writing down what we did today. Yes, exactly. But we wrote down what we did today. We we wrote down what we did today. So I'm here to thank Kara for forcing us to record the episode because it is gold. It is so amazing. It captures a moment in time so beautifully and so joyfully and with so much relief. And the reason that we recorded it was not just for ourselves, although we did record it. Although it was really fun. It was really fun. But we really recorded it so that we could play it a year later in advance of the publication of our book. So those of you who listen know we have a book coming in a month and we wanted to bring people into the process and not just dedicate this entire podcast to the content, which is really our first and most primary goal, but really we wanted to bring people into the process and have them understand how we work together because obviously we live on two sides of the country. We Zoom all day, every day, and the sort of moments that most people are not aware of are laid bare in this episode. And when we say bear, we mean bear. (laughs) (laughs) So enjoy, enjoy the listen. Give us feedback. Tell us what you think. No, don't give us feedback because there's nothing we can do about this particular (laughs) episode. Happy book turn and birthday, Vanessa. Happy birthday. It's really a beautiful mess in all the ways that living through this stage of life can be when you're raising kids. And Cara, I would do it all over again. Enjoy, everybody. Hi, Vanessa. I am so giddy and punch drunk. Is that a word? I think that's a word, right? I think it is a word. It might be two words. It might be two words. (laughs) Or a phrase. Okay. As a timestamp, I always wanted to be a journaler, not a journalist. I suck at journaling. But I really wanted to be a journaler so I could look back on moments and, you know, go, oh, that was an amazing day that I never would have remembered if I had written down, right? So we are recording this episode on September 6th, 2022 as a verbal journal entry because we just turned in our first collaborative book. Dear Diary. (laughs) Dear dear Diary. And so we're going to record how we feel today. And then we're going to do an episode when the book comes out. Come hell or high water, it's happening 2023. Yeah, Uh, baby. We we can talk about that too. And we can talk about, we should. We're going to journal why we wrote a book in three months and why we might have written 35,000 too many words. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Because we can't help ourselves. Because Vanessa's motto is, why use one word when you can use 35,000? Wait, you just like skipped to the punchline of this entire episode. So I'm a little verbose. I took your takeaway. So we are taking a moment to record all of our thoughts now in our letter to ourselves. Vanessa, how do you feel? You just finished your first book. Yeah. So Cara's written a thousand books and I've written now one book to be published, God willing. Thank you, Marnie. How does it feel? It feels really thrilling. We worked incredibly hard 
we did it together, like word by word by word and with the help of our awesome interns. It doesn't feel real. It's kind of like when you're pregnant, but like you're not telling anyone yet. It doesn't totally feel real. I guess when you've written a book, but like it's not out in the world, it doesn't totally feel real. But I have to be honest, the process of writing it was so fun and so interesting. And I learned so much. I learned so much about the content that we cover in our work. I learned so much about myself. I learned so much about you that... <laughs> oh, <'cause> I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, that I'm so relaxed and I never have a schedule. That you're just like so chill and like fly when by the When people say Cara, they just think chill. <laughs> just like, why wasn't she cast in Dazed and Confused? So I have two completely separate answers and I want to give them both. So here we go. Answer number one is this was the most fun book I've ever written, hands down. Because the first three books I wrote, I wrote on my own, alone, like alone. And it's very isolating and um, wonderful. And you feel really proud of yourself, but it's very isolating. The next several books I wrote were all with American Girl, which is very team oriented. And so I learned the skills necessary to collaboratively create a book with a whole team. And then I went back to Decoding Boys, which I wrote alone in 2018. And that was when I turned to my husband and said, never let me write another book because A, it's lonely. And B, the parenting space is so crowded. And I don't want one more piece of advice in the parenting space. Of course, we have a podcast and we just written a book and there's a whole company. But I didn't want to do it alone anymore because it was not fun. And this was all the collaboration that I had had at American Girl and then some. The last three days of the book writing process before oh we turned in, God. we have to describe the last... <laughs> and then I'm going to give my second answer to your question in a second. Okay, we won't but the forget. last three days, I... <sighs> Vanessa, you thought I was crazy because... No, I, I didn't so... think you were crazy. I did no. not think you were crazy. Okay. I deferred to you because you had done this before and I had not. I just wasn't aware. So dear listener, you should be aware of this. The due date for the book was September 6th, which is the day that we are recording the episode. However, Cara and I turned in our book three days early. Because but, we dear cannot listener, help ourselves. No, no, no. It's because it was Labor Day weekend and we had burned it on both ends so hard that we recognized if we went into a long holiday weekend and hid away in our offices and were on Zoom with each other all weekend, our families might finally commit us. And I was not willing to, to do that. So no, I, mean, I knew we needed to be we, done. We, we earned needed a weekend. The weekend. So this is how Cara said we needed to do the <laughs> last. So we'd written the whole book. Barely. Like in a fever dream. And that's going to be my second answer. So we're going to get back to that. But okay. yes. And it was a moment where we had written everything, but then we needed to go back word for word and line by line and make sure. Because when you are writing about puberty and adolescence and parenting and families, Word choice is extraordinarily important because we want it to be inclusive. We want it to be accurate. We want it to be 
as clear as possible. And so we literally went, <laughs> we wanted it to make sense, which some we want, parts might we wanted not it have. to make sense, but we also like, it's scary because the chances that you're going to offend someone or hurt someone's feelings or get it wrong, particularly on topics that are so of the moment and so evolving and changing. So we went word for word and line by line. We spent a collective 20 hours on Zoom. At least because I said to Vanessa, we are going to turn it in at the end of day Friday. So we need a minimum of all day Wednesday, all day Thursday, all day Friday that we can be on Zoom and we can read a chapter, edit a chapter in Google Drive where we could see each other's edits, go off mute on Zoom, talk about things, get everything fixed in a chapter and then move to the next. We had 20 chapters. So I was like seven, seven, six, and we're barely going to get through. And Vanessa says, that sounds great. I only have my first physical exam that I've had in five years. Um, Ten years. The opening... 10 years, the opening varsity soccer game, parents night and a Harry Styles concert. But I'm really good. I'm totally available to you. And I'm, I started laughing. I'm like, you have no idea what you're saying yes to. This is going to be the hardest three days of your life. And you're like, oh, no, 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 this is good. Because I have four kids. I do like, I can juggle anything. Oh my God, poor Vanessa. By Friday morning, I thought I was going to have to peel you off a wall. Post Harry Styles concert. Cara was like, I'm working you too hard, aren't I? <laughs> well, mostly what happened was I got a text from her that was like, so I need you to slow down <laughs> in, your, in your editing because you're asking me questions that you're missing. And I was like, I feel like my kids, when I look at their tests that they like bomb and they've like completely missed the instructions. And so I was like, okay, in okay. fairness, you needed that text because... There was a reference to an anatomical part. And I can't remember what it was. I think it was the pineal, the pineal gland. gland. Okay, yeah. it was the pineal gland. And I wrote in the sentence, the pineal gland is located deep in the brain and it does blah, blah, blah. In the pineal gland, blah, 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 blah. And you highlighted in the pineal gland in the second sentence and you wrote in the comment, what is the pineal gland and where is it located? And so I right. texted so I was you. A little, I was a little tired. I was a little tired. I also got up after spending all night at a Harry Styles concert at six in the morning <laughs> to finish editing. But at it a was midtown hotel. In a midtown hotel with my daughter asleep in the hotel bed. And I wouldn't change a thing. I wouldn't have missed the Harry Styles concert and I wouldn't have missed frantically finishing this book in time for Labor Day weekend. Okay, but then this begs the second part of yes. the answer. The frantic, right? The frantic, so, the fever dream. This book, we sold this book in May of 2022. And what it means to sell a book in nonfiction is that you write a proposal and you come up with a really catchy title, which is really important, and a summary of what it is you plan to do and a table of contents. And sometimes you write a sample chapter or if you've already worked with the editor, maybe you don't have to, but you have to make your case for the book. You have to know what else is on the market. You have to understand if there are other people writing about the same thing because the publisher doesn't want to publish that. We did all of that in May of 2022. And we sold the book and we had a plan to start writing June 1st of 2022. And then we did some math 
And the math was... We meaning Cara did some math. <laughs> we, we slash Cara did some math. And the math was, based upon the contract we were signing, we had 15 months to write the book. And then we would turn it in in September 2023. And it would be published in September 2024. And just as sort of a a marker in time, note that the next presidential election is in November of 2024. When I published Decoding Boys, it was in the beginning of 2020. Not a great time to publish just given COVID. Everything shut down three weeks after I published. If that wasn't enough, the media cycle gets very, very crowded around presidential elections. And so I said to Vanessa, no way are we publishing two months before a presidential election because we won't find any space. No one will know about our book. And so we went to our agent, Heather, whom we love, and to our editor, Marnie, whom we love. And we said, what will it take to get the book out in 2023? And Marnie and Heather said, ha, 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 you have to turn it in in September 2022. And Vanessa had never written a book. And so I said to Vanessa, oh, it's totally doable. <laughs> like as if it's And a I was like the thing. younger sibling who's like, okay, I'll go jump out of that tree. No problem. So it's really not doable. But, but we, we did, did it. it. We did. Kara, lately I have been lying awake at night. I'm physically exhausted, but I can't sleep because my mind is so wired with everything going on between work and my family. So I've added magnesium breakthrough to my nightly routine and it actually helps calm my mind. It helps me get better sleep and I wake up feeling better rested. I'm less cranky and I'm more patient with my family and with you. Oh, I've noticed. (laughs) And it's because unlike other magnesium supplements that might give one or two formulations of magnesium, magnesium breakthrough has seven. That's why you're sleeping so well and waking up refreshed. Now, dietary supplementation is always best, Vanessa. So that means eating your minerals and vitamins is the best way to get them in. But if you can't or you don't get enough, magnesium breakthrough is the way to go. It can also help digestion, though too much helps your digestion too much, which is not a good thing. It can support muscle recovery. So bye-bye, Charlie Horses. And it helps build dense bones, which is especially important for women approaching and in menopause. We have an exclusive offer for our listeners. You can go to buyoptimizers.com slash puberty, B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S.com slash puberty. And you can use the code PUBERTY10 during checkout to save 10%. That promo code is PUBERTY10 at buyoptimizers.com slash puberty. Your body and brain and family and business partner will thank you. Vanessa. We literally have three minutes to eat lunch every day. I am not joking. And the challenge is how to make it delicious and healthy and still fit into that tiny window. Our answer is factors ready to eat meals. They have been a godsend. We throw our factor meals in the microwave. It takes two minutes and out comes a gorgeous, fresh, never frozen meal. We both love the tamale vegetarian one. It's delish. There's a ton of options every week. There's 60 add-ons, breakfast, snacks, beverages. I love doing the wellness shots with my kids. They think it's hilarious. And I know they're getting vitamins and minerals in their bodies. 
So get meals on your table or at your desk in two minutes or less. Factor meals eliminate the hassle of prepping, cooking, and cleaning. You can customize with flexibility to get as much or as little as you need, and you can press pause or reschedule depending upon your lifestyle. So to order, go to factormeals.com slash puberty50 and use the code puberty50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That code is puberty50 at factormeals.com slash puberty50 to get 50% off your first box, 20% off your next box. And I am going to go do that right now because I need more factor meals in my refrigerator. Cara, my kids love Magic Spoon cereal. And even though it's cereal, they actually love it as a homework snack. The variety pack has four flavors, cocoa, fruity, frosted, and peanut butter. And fruity is the favorite flavor in my house. Now, this pack has zero grams of sugar, between 13 and 14 grams of protein, and between four and five grams of net carbs per serving. It's made with wholesome ingredients, no artificial flavors or dyes, and it's high in protein, gluten-free, grain-free, and soy-free. So a great choice, Vanessa. You can go to magicspoon.com slash puberty to grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use our, you guessed it, promo code puberty at checkout to save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident you're going to love their product. It's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they will refund your money. No questions asked. They do not want you to send their cereal back to them. Try a bowl of Magic Spoon cereal today at magicspoon.com slash puberty and use the code puberty to save $5. We did it. We did it. We did it in three months. And I think part of it is because we wrote what we knew. We researched a ton. We spoke with so many people. But at the end of the day, if you live in the space and you're podcasting about it and you're blogging about it and you're posting about it on social media and you're in these and topics you're living it daily with your own family. and you're living it. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't like we had to go, you know, do some deep dive anthropological data collection here. This was our wheelhouse. So we turned in, we, 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 sold, we sold a 65,000 word book. We did turn in a few more words than that in our three months. A few more, meaning 35,000 more words. We had a lot to say. <laughs> also, as Carr pointed out, my philosophy is why say something in three words when you can say it in 12? Yes, and why that, say it with is. one verb when you can say it with three verbs? I've never met anyone who can string three <laughs> verbs together back to back. Like like she's the verb lover of all time, Vanessa. Well, I mean, I'm just like a, I'm just a lot of a person. I'm a lot of a person, <laughs> including the way that I a write. A lot of verbs. <laughs> a lot of verbs, a lot of volume, a lot of V words. I'm very <laughs> verbose. Vanessa. Vanessa's very <laughs> verbose. What I want to ask you is, besides my verbosity, which I think is a word, if not, I just made it up. What is one thing that you learned about me writing this book? I learned several things about you. (laughs) But one thing I learned... What's one flattering thing? (laughs) (laughs) No, they're all flattering. (laughs) They're all flattering. Like I've never had an experience where I've worked with someone so intensely and every single day at the end of the day, I say, oh my God, thank God it's that person who I'm working with. So (laughs) 
but I learned a lot of things about you. One of the things I learned about you is you are one of the hardest workers I've ever met in my life. You just don't know until you, and I, you know, we work together every day on Umla stuff, but you don't know how hard someone can work. But I also learned that the reason this was so fun is that you ask yourself different kinds of questions in life and in writing than I ask myself. And it's so interesting. it, It makes it fun. You know, we split the content of the book where I took a lot of the science and you took a lot of the how to turn the science into conversation. And it's because that is your sweet spot. And it is a skill set that I do not have. I can do it. I can learn it. It comes naturally to you in a way that is remarkable to watch. So when I would edit your pages and read through what you were saying, yeah, there were like 30,000 verbs on a page, but (laughs) but the, the content on there was Amazing. I mean, oh, it was that's so and I, nice. it wouldn't have ever come out of my brain ever, ever, ever. So that's why I learned about you. What that's do you learn about, about me other than I'm a schedule Nazi? Um, <laughs> well, if you hadn't been a schedule dictator, we <laughs> would never have finished this. I mean, the conversations most mornings sounded like this. Okay, here's what I it didn't matter what agenda I came to the meeting with. I could have like 45,000 things that I needed to cover. And Cara would be like, okay, here's how I think we should go about it today. And then she'd like launch in and then, and then she'd say, so what do you think about that? How do you feel about that? As if I'm going to turn around and be like, no, no, we should, do it that way. we should do it this way. And I said to my sister, I was like, I think I finally met someone who might be as bossy as I am in going <laughs> And she was like, finally, finally, you know what it feels like. But only in the best possible way. Only in the best possible way. So what did I learn? I learned that you are somehow able to take incredibly complicated science and make it linguistically interesting to a non-scientific brain. Thank you. There are processes, physiological processes that you describe in the book that are so confusing and complex. And I was like, oh, this is like so interesting. And it would not have been interesting (laughs) being written by someone else. The other thing I thought is, and don't take this the wrong way, but like, I was like, why the hell did she ever go to medical school? Why didn't she just become a writer to begin with? Because you are such a beautiful writer who phrases things in ways that I would never string words together. And sometimes I would read stuff and I was like, I I don't think I've ever encountered words put together in that order before. And it was like kind of, it was like discovering something new when I would see your syntax. Oh, thank you. I really love that. It was like, I really learned a lot from you, both from reading your writing and from being... (laughs) Gently edited. (laughs) It's true. My entire life revolves around logistical planning. It's my poor children. Like every morning, I don't know. It's the way I'm wired. It's the oh, I'm totally like that. But you're like you're like a jujitsu version of my planning. Okay, so one of the things I love the most about this book is that, and I hope it doesn't get cut because we do have a few words to cut. But it's the voice of Gen Z. We have our nine or 10 interns who 
participated in writing content for this book, giving advice to the adults who are raising tweens and teens from the perspective of people who've just been through it. It is amazing to work with the group that we work with. I adore them. The way we engage with them is so funny because I am my schedule self and I just want them to turn in the freaking essay (laughs) that they need to write. And you, because you have this gift, you will start the meetings with them talking about how they feel and talking about how summer's going and everyone feels included and it always ends better because that's how you start and I'm always like okay I'm going to take the mental lesson and I'm not going to deal with logistics first with my kids I'm going to check in about how they feel and everyone feels better and then I just revert so I'm going to take that lesson for life one of the coolest things about working with them is they were able to use their majors in college, many of them, to contribute to our research. So like the oh, stuff amazing. on neuroscience uses some of their projects or on nutrition, nutrition and diet and eating disorders and STIs and all of that stuff. So that was a really cool... It made me wonder what the hell I was doing in college because like I could definitely not have contributed the way... I mean, I was also an American studies major. So there's that. I wonder if that's even going to exist in like 10 years, that major. I think think it's going to be canceled. I think it probably will be canceled. And so the other thing that I like to do, which Cara sometimes laughs at and sometimes appreciates, is I like to mark the moment. Partially because I've never done this. You have taught me this. This is so important. It is important. So we've had a variety of exciting things happen over the course of the year. And I have chosen... Do you chosen, want to describe how I was when we signed the contract? I think it was like along the lines of like, okay, great. Now let's break down <laughs> every hour of every week of our summer. And I was like, Cara, can we just pause for a second and celebrate the fact that six weeks ago, we decided we were going to write this book and now we are signing the contract for the book. And she was like, okay, yay us. Okay, now we're going <laughs> to... So I will say at the ripe old age of 46, as someone who has worked on many, many teams and worked with many, many incredible women who've taught me so much, this goes very high on my list of wonderfully enriching, nourishing, interesting experiences of in collaboration. And I really, really hope and I really, really believe that it will come across when people read this book. Because ultimately, what we're talking about is about like caring for kids. And caring for kids is the most collaborative experience and the experience where you have to learn about yourself and you have to laugh at yourself and you have to like get better at the stuff you're bad at and lean on the things that you're good at. And so I almost feel like it was like a parallel experience of doing it. And I hope we'll write again. I mean, we write every day, but I hope we'll do something like this again. I I will not ask you to do it in three months or pretend that that's at all normal. I'm sorry for that, Vanessa. I don't know. It was like, <laughs> it was fine. I loved it. I mean, I will, I would probably block out the morning after a Harry Styles concert, but besides that, <laughs> it was really wonderful. And I will say one last note is having my kids see me write the book and watching the process and seeing what gets sacrificed and what 
has to get pushed aside and how to prioritize life when working on a really big, important, meaningful project and how proud they were of me and of us for having written it and how proud my parents were and how proud my husband was. And I feel grateful. I mean, we haven't edited it yet, so you know, we'll see. But I feel grateful that I finished this process not feeling like, oh, I never want to do this again, but more like, oh, when do we get to do this again? That's amazing that you feel that way. That makes me so happy. And I think one of the things that you modeled for your kids, but also for me, is that reminder to find the balance. You can get lost in your little mental cone. You're, you know, you start writing and you have a deadline and you know where you need to go and what you need to get done. And the little things with your kids can be put aside. Someone else can drive them. Someone else can do this. Someone else can do that because you got to get this stuff done. And you were really, really good until the last week when I was a total drill sergeant. You were really good at saying, today, I'm going to stop at this time because this is really important to me to do this and this and this, but I'll come back on later and we can finish the conversation. And I learned a lot by watching how successful that was for you because I have not been great at that in Mm. my life. And, you know, around here in LA, when kids turn 16, many of them get driver's licenses. Everything is very spread out. It's a rite of passage, but also somewhat of a necessity. And you, as a parent, can see it as a gift. You get all this time. And I was missing, because my kids were both driving, that time that you were getting. And I actually started over the course of the summer driving them places and doing them. They're going, well, I can, I can drive myself. Oh, no, no, no. I'm, here I am. I'm going to drive you across town to do that thing. And um, because I was watching you and I was learning from you how to take the gift of the extra hour, right? So what you didn't with <laughs> was one of my kids coming home injured from camp at the start of soccer season, a soccer season that felt very important to her and therefore important to me. And her screwing around often on an injured ankle and me saying to her, and I should have her come on and do this impression because what I said to her was, I don't have time for this. I'm in the trying desperately to finish a book. And if you get injured, I am not taking you <laughs> to the doctor. <laughs> that was like a really winning, really you know, winning. I, that was like the time that I took away reading when I was trying <laughs> to punish my kids. <laughs> We've all been there. It's a low. <laughs> it, it was a low, but we could laugh about it and we could talk about it and they could make fun of me, which is a huge part of this process. So Cara, in gratitude to you for being my partner in so many things, but in creating this book, which I hope and I believe will help so many people out there in the world doing Wait, their best. Yes. A year from now, 2023, what do you think is going to happen? You think we're going to be in pre-publication? Do you think we're going to be hitting the road for our book tour? That was my mom's question. She was like, so what's your plan for promotion? I was like, I don't know. We just finished it. I want to go everywhere. I want to talk to all of these amazing parents around this country and hear what they're dealing with and laugh with them and cry with them. 
the one issue, Cara, is that we are going to have two children applying to college next fall while we go on this book tour. <laughs> la, 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 la. <laughs> I don't want to think about that. And I am so excited and I cannot wait. And I feel so lucky because this is like so many aspects of it are such a gift. You know, we'll just call it the college slash book tour. Yeah. I mean, we'll if we have college to town. <laughs> All over America. <laughs> I need you to want to go to the school because I need to go do a book talk in that city. <laughs> Mommy's needs come first. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're going to hold on to this gem and we might even record something else as the moment gets closer. Yeah. Like when we get the edits. Oh, I know. I'm it's not really, I don't take constructive criticism. Well. Let me just tell you, based upon what I did to your writing, you take <laughs> constructive criticism really well. You handled my comments like a champ, like I a champ. Think your comments were so bad. Well, cause they you're a great writer. Fair. Well, you're a great writer. You know, the occasional comment, which sounded like, um, can you say this in one sentence instead of five? <laughs> Okay, I'm going to end this with a Vanessa-style send-off. Should I try it? Yes, let's see if you can do it. Vanessa, this was really fun talking to you on this podcast, recording this conversation about the process of writing a book and putting all of our words onto paper <laughs> and experiencing what it is to be an author. I am going to go now, which means I am going to leave. <laughs> it's all one sentence. Is my whole life a run-on sentence? Is that what you just taught me? And here's the car version. Bye. <laughs> the car version is check you later. Thanks so much. The car Peace version out. is bye. In an hour, I will be doing the following 12 things. <laughs> Vanessa, I adore you. I adore you. Thank you, Cara. Thank you for writing this book. That was so fun. We absolutely love hearing your feedback and getting all your questions. So anytime you want to be in touch, email us at thepubertypodcast at gmail.com. If you're looking for great puberty products like the Oom shorts or the Oom socks or the Oom bra, you get the theme there, go to myoomla.com. If you want more content, you love what we do on the Puberty Podcast, and you want to have us come speak or learn more about our book or subscribe to our amazing newsletter, The Awkward Roller Coaster, go to orderofmagnitude.co. Remember, it's .co because we don't have enough money to buy .com. Yet. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 